This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad I had this man on. I believe he should be the attorney general right now of the great state of Arizona. It's Abe, Abe Holiday. Abe, how are you? Good to see you. Good to be with you, Jeff. You know, I, I don't get it. Um, I think Carrie Lake should be the governor. I, I know I'm silly. And I think that you should be the attorney general. And I know that Maricopa County is broken when it comes to uh, to elections. How many votes, Abe? you got to tell the people watching and listening how many votes you, you allegedly lost by. Yeah, you know, not many people know what happened here in Arizona, at least in terms of my race. But on the official recount results showed us down 280 votes out of 2.5 million. But what my legal team has discovered since the recount is that the government withheld evidence from us. They withheld the provisional ballot. So there are still 9,000 uncounted votes out there, Joe. And these are election day voters. So they actually voted for me 75 percent on election day. So, you know, we we here in Arizona know what they've done to our elections. We know that they're compromised and we continue. Our, we're still fighting our election lawsuit, believe it or not. And in fact, we just filed another lawsuit last week because I'm scared if we don't resolve so many of the issues that we've discovered in litigation by 2024, I'm afraid that 2024 might be also in a compromised election. Well, Abe, I'm confused by it because if there are 9,000 uncounted, it's been a year, you could count, you know, what, 30 votes a day? And you, you could have the 9,000 counted. What, what are they telling you? Why is that okay in America in 2023? quite interesting. So they're trying to say that these voters were not lawfully registered voters, Joe. But what my legal team discovered was that at least 1,300 of them, if not more, at least 1,300 of them were registered voters for the past 30 years or so. They voted in prior elections. And what happened was the county recorders, the voter rolls are a mess. They've been removing people from the rolls without their knowledge. They've been switching them by counties. So it really disenfranchised so many of these voters. And, you know, the Democrats always scream to count every vote. And if you notice in my race, that is not what they're saying because they know we'd win by a big margin. So it's really unfortunate what's happening. It's, it's, it's really eye-opening for me in many ways, Joe. I've gained decades of knowledge in this one-year experience based yeah. off this election lawsuit. So we're using all of that you know, uh, knowledge that we've gained to continue forward to fight for election integrity, and that's what I continue to do. It's Abe Hamaday. It's uh, uh, H-A-M-A-D-E-H. If you're in that district, make sure you vote for him. Uh, you can go to abe4az.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-Z.com to go support his candidacy. What I'm going to say is true. The machines were making 19-inch ballots when they should have been 20, so they weren't being counted correctly. Then they were thrown in garbage bags or something, and the voters were told, don't worry, we'll count them. And we don't know if they counted them or not. That's just true. We were told it would take a week or more to count all the votes, and this is the first time I've heard that there are 9,000 outstanding uh, ballots that haven't been counted, and even if it's down to 1,300, that's still a 1,000 more than you need. So I'm not sure I understand why this is okay. You say you're still fighting it in court, but, A, what is the relief? Let's say you win. They're going to make you the AG a year later? In Arizona, they've actually removed a sitting governor. So they have precedent really? for that. So the law here in Arizona is to remove the sitting 
uh, elected, the you know, illegitimately elected official. So in Arizona, the laws are clear about it. We've done it before to a governor. However, Joe, as we as we've seen in the past year with the legal indictments on President Donald Trump, in many ways, the legal system has been captured and it's compromised. So I'm fighting this lawsuit because I know if we get a fair trial, we would win. However, I'm not sure that the legal system and the political community and the political class want to see that to happen. So that's why we're fighting it. Ultimately, I want justice for what happened in Arizona in 2022 to make sure it can never happen again. Well, we know that 60 percent of the machines had an issue that day, although we were told officially it was 20 or 40 percent. It's 60, according to Kerry Lake and according to others that have done the research. We also know that people were waiting in line. They turned around, had to go home, got to make dinner. There were pregnant women who couldn't wait in line any longer. They're waiting, waiting in line one, two, three hours. So the people of Arizona feel disenfranchised. So let me ask you what I asked President Trump, what I asked Cash Patel, Rick Grinnell, anybody, Kerry Lake, whoever I've had on. I've asked this one question. If they got it wrong cheated if they did something wrong in 20 or 22 why won't they do it again in 24 it's effective it's uh something that i worry about and that's why we filed our lawsuit another lawsuit just lot two weeks ago because you're talking about the long lines and the printer malfunctions yeah we've learned a lot of what happened with these printers over the past year and something that the government is trying to do is withhold the evidence and that's why we're continuing to fight these lawsuits is because there needs to be accountability for 2022 and for 2020 for that matter so you know the pressure is on and if you notice just in connecticut the other the other week a connecticut judge ordered a new election after the videos showed an election worker stuffing the ballots into that drop box so so there are people with some courage. Unfortunately, it always seems that the Democrats, whenever the Democrats are affected, that's when the judges. Actually well, that was Democrat action. versus Democrat, right? I mean, if right. a Republican were involved, they never would have looked into it. Exactly. And uh, you're, you're exactly right, though. With, I'm concerned about 2024 because if you're noticing, but there's a lot of lawsuits going on around. You saw in Georgia about the, the machines. And, and it's something that we need to be very concerned about, because in my election. I don't know if you know this, Joe, but before the recount, we were down 511 votes. The reason why we were down up to 280 was because they discovered in Pinal County that one of the machines, the ESNS machines, were was reading the attorney general race incorrectly. And this is a big problem. Wow. If you notice in Pennsylvania, just on Tuesday, two weeks ago, in the Supreme Court race, it was actually switching votes. And uh, it, it's something that all of us have to be very concerned about. But there's, you know, there's ways that go around it. I mean, there's I always talk about people who say they want to give up on elections. I say that's exactly what they want us to do. Yeah. I mean, for me and Carrie Lake, for instance, we weren't the establishment's choice to be the Republican nominees. And yet we were able to overcome despite all of what we know, the shenanigans that get involved in. So there are ways we just have to get a bit more creative and we have to win by a bigger margin. But I'm looking forward to 2024 just because of the way Joe Biden has totally you know, sunk our country. It's going down in a direction that you know everyday americans are feeling it much more so even than this time last year and by the way i think just the amount of information now with elon musk purchasing twitter now x you know a lot of people were the censorship was very real joe yes. and now i think people are able to get a lot more information from alternative media such as yourself Abe Hamaday, go and uh, support his candidacy, abe4az.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-Z.com. You mentioned Pinal County, and I just a nugget of information jumped up in the back of my head. Tell me if I, if I have this right. Wasn't that the county where they ran out of Republican ballots? That was in the primary of 2022. And you that, know, maybe I'm stupid, but in 2022, United States of America, you can't print enough ballots? Really? Uh, 
it, our elections are compromised, Joe. It, it's it's very deliberate. I think there's a lot of negligence, and I think there's a lot of corruption. But when you combine all of these things without accountability, it's going to continue to happen. And that's why we can't ever see the territory the the Democrats and the media are trying to do right now by make, calling us election deniers and everything like that. You know, this is we understand most Americans understand that there's something seriously wrong with yeah. our elections, with these ballots, these mail-in ballots. So it's something that I think the tide is starting to turn on it. I really credit President Donald Trump for awakening so many people about the issues in our elections. Is he backing you, by the way? He hasn't endorsed us yet, but he endorsed us for attorney general. And I have so many of his closest advisors like Rick Grinnell, Cash Patel, Kerry yeah. Lakes endorsed me, Commissioner Bernie Carrick. Just some of these, you know, these guys are tough. And I'm, I'm really proud to have their endorsement. I hope to have, you know, I'd be honored to have President Donald Trump's endorsement. What a well. name dropper, man. You're dropping all sorts of names. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm friends with all of them, and they're all great Americans. You have to overcome it somehow. And I think the answer that Cash gave me last week was, you've got to go out en masse, and you've got to beat them by a billion votes. So you can't beat them by a, a little bit, because then you end up losing by 280. You can't beat them by a little bit, because then they count all the mail-in ballots that weren't legal in 2020, right. and suddenly Joe Biden got 81 million votes. So that's really the push, right? Abe, for everybody to get out there and don't sit in your hands, and don't allow them to disenfranchise you right and i think why the democrats are so scared about joe biden or whoever ends up being the democrat nominee right now is because they're worried about the green party being on the ballot because in 2020 the green party was not on the ballot right. they're worried about rfk jr running as an independent so i think that's why the democrats are being so aggressive and trying to get president donald trump not to make these ballots say in colorado or michigan you know if they were if they wanted to go up against donald trump they would have every reason to try to keep him on the ballot so they're very concerned because i think right now so so many Republicans and independents are kind of aware of what's happening, and they're not buying whatever Joe Biden and the Democrats are selling us right now. The problem we have, Abe, right now in the uh, in the House of Representatives is you've got a bunch of Republicans who say they're Republicans, but they're not really conservative. When you have 22 people that will vote to to build this FBI thing for $375 million, or you've got eight who are against impeaching Mayorkas, who is ruining your state and my state. I'm in Texas. Um, there's something wrong with the party. How do you change that dynamic? You're going to be a brand new face should you win, and I hope you do. You'll be a brand new face, and you're going to be falling into an establishment that already thinks they know what's going on. Can you go there and be the conservative guy you are? I think since the last election, I've really proven myself. I've been battle tested. I've taken on the establishment, the crooked media out here, the establishment Republicans, the Democrats. You know, they've called me all sorts of names, election denier. They've called me a white supremacist, even though I'm the son of Syrian immigrants. Joe. Yeah, how does that happen? How are you a white supremacist? <laughs> Help me understand. Larry Elder in California was a white supremacist, too, it right. turns out, who's a black guy. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's what makes me stronger because I know how ridiculous they are and how fearful they are. And I've got a backbone. I've President Trump really showed Republicans and Americans how to fight and be relentless and fearless in the face of this Marxist revolution that's coming. So we all know what has to be done. We just need the courage to do it. And I, that's why we really need President Donald Trump back in the White House. We got to retake the Senate. But I think at that point. The Democrats are really on notice because Republicans, I hope, especially, you know, all of us, not just the America First Republicans, will unite to pass the 47 agenda. Because I think that is so what's, you know, it's what's necessary. What needs to be done is the amount of destruction that Joe Biden has caused America in the last four years is really shocking. It happened so fast. But look at what President Donald Trump did in four years. He, he made peace in the Middle East. He got a booming economy, energy independence. America was on the rise. And I think we look at the state of affairs in our country right now, and it's completely collapsing. So 
You know, any Republican who goes into Congress and funds an FBI building after they're weaponizing that to go after political opponents, not just President Trump, but even pro-life uh, activists. Right. It's scary. And what's the purpose of Republicans? Why would we reward bad behavior and out of control bureaucracy? So we really need to start making sure that Republicans are also in line. But in reality, that's really going to take somebody like with Donald Trump's personality as president so he can be the leader of not only the country, but also the Republican Party. Abe Hamaday is uh, running for District 8 Republican, great state of Arizona. It's held by Debbie, La- Debbie Lasko now. She's not running for re-election. And, and I'm hoping uh, you'll continue to prove to the rest of the nation that Arizona is, in fact, red. I don't know why you have those two senators. I, I think I know why you've got that governor, which wasn't a good thing. But the biggest problem that you're facing from people in Arizona, and I hear from them all the time, just like people here in Texas, fix the border. And right yeah. now, the House of Representatives, they hold the purse strings. They can defund all sorts of stuff and use leverage to try to force Mayorkas to actually follow the law on the border. They're not doing it. Will you be successful, should you win, in closing the border? And not just saying you want to, because of course you want to. I want to. We all want to. But nobody is actually using the leverage the voters have given the House of Representatives to make them do it. Exactly. You have to be a tough negotiator. But one of the things that we need to focus on also is classifying the drug cartels as a foreign terrorist organization. I mean, what they've done to our border and what they've done to these victims has been awful. You know, trafficking and human trafficking and the drug trade that's coming in from China. Our border is completely open, Joe. And, you know, you see it in Texas. I see it in Arizona. And we had 169 people on the terror watch list that entered our southern border. And these are only people that we are aware of. And now with the rising tensions in the Middle East, there's a lot of distractions. But, you know, China's also infiltrating our border, too. There's Chinese spies coming across so it is something that we have to really really tackle on day one because we are not a country if we don't have a secure border so i think we have to use the power of the purse i think we should have impeached mayorkas and i was really disappointed to see those republicans who voted against impeachment because quite frankly if you have seven million people cross the border in less than three and a half years and if that doesn't warrant an impeachment what would so But again, this is really going to require people to start the America First movement needs to start banding together, start using the power that we've been given to by the voters and deliver the promises we've 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 told them we were going to deliver. So the border is going to be my number one issue, because I know if we don't have a border, we don't have sovereignty. So we really have to start getting creative. You know, we got to get the Mayorkas impeached classify the cartels as a foreign terrorist organization, but also build that wall and give the Border Patrol agents the freedom to actually do their jobs and not act as these travel agents of so many of these migrants. Uh, they're acting as babysitters, too. It's uh, abe4az.com, A-B-E-F-O-R-A-Z dot C-O-M. Go in uh, and support Abe Hamaday. I've got to ask you about the conflict that's happening over in Israel. The idea that we've got sitting members of Congress that are showing, I believe, all sorts of support for Hamas, because Hamas is the government for the Palestinians, so I'm confused about this argument here. Um, should you go to Congress and you're working alongside people that are flying the Palestinian flag? I mean, where are you on that? Well, I think it was good that we censored uh, Rashida Tlaib the other day. Yes. I mean, for her comments from the river to the sea were abhorrent. And, you know, I have a personal connection. I've been to Israel. I've I served in the U.S. Army overseas in Saudi Arabia. So I got to see President Trump and President Biden. I served under both of them. And to see the differences in leadership is really, you know, is clear because over when President Trump was in office, he was. He was a deal maker, but he was also a peacemaker. I mean, he created peace in the Middle East with these Abraham Accords. The The Middle East was on notice, and he killed Qasem Soleimani, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard commander, against the advice of so many of his advisors. Against Including allies. Biden. Biden was against that. 
Right. And he did it because you have to be quick. You have to be decisive. And now what we've seen is a power vacuum. And, you know, these I really consider them the, the Hamas caucus, Ilhan Omar, Cory Bush, Rashida Tlaib. But they're actually growing in numbers, Joe. And that's what's so frightening. These are our lawmakers who have pro-terrorist uh, the sympathies. And it's very concerning, but it shows you that Marxist revolution is well on its way. So for me in Congress, I have to fight back against that narrative and me being the son of Syrian immigrants who's been to that region in my military capacity and as a civilian, I know the conflict very well. And we have to remember October 7th was the day that Hamas brutally massacred 1,300 Jews, and October 6th was a peaceful day. Who started it? It was Hamas. And remember, Israel unilaterally gave up the Gaza territory to the Palestinians, yeah. and they elected Hamas in 2005. And that's, you know, so whenever people try to bring up these false historical narratives, they don't know what they're talking about. And it's why Rashida Tlaib, her comments was so despicable. She said, from the river to the sea, because they truly don't believe that Israel should exist as a nation. And that is very frightening because what Israel is going through is exactly what the United States could go through right now because of our wide open border. So it all ties in together right now. But, you know, we really have to combat this anti-Semitism. It's rising on our college campuses. And I believe the Democrats have a big problem. That's why you're seeing Joe Biden. He's almost kind of waffling with Israel. Yeah. He's trying to, you know, cause, make them do a ceasefire. He's trying to delay their invasion. It's because he knows the Democrats, a significant portion of them have become radicalized through this Marxist ideology that's infected our universities. Well, Abe, you nailed it. From the river to the seas, the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, that means Israel doesn't exist. Just wipe them out. Uh, and, and also, on October 6th, there was a ceasefire. There was right. peace. That was broken by one side, and it wasn't Israel. And the idea that Israel is somehow colonizing the entire area, just take a 30,000-foot uh, you know, look. Uh, and by the way, the entirety of the area is Muslim theocracies, and then you've got little Israel. So the idea that Israel is somehow doing something unbelievable doesn't make any sense, other than you can say, well, the fact that they survived having this surrounding is probably show it shows how strong they are as people. I'm glad you said what you just said. Go and check out his uh, his op-ed on townhall.com. It's Abe Hobbenday. Support his candidacy, Abe, F-O-R-A-Z.com. Abe, come back again. We're frankly out of time. Thanks, man. Thanks, Joe. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Bag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to talk to Abe Hobbaday. We appreciate him coming on. Also, Brendan Carr. I'm still getting emails from people. Did Biden take over the Internet? Well, I've got that interview for you. Make sure you go and check it out tonight on Rumble or tomorrow morning. We'll put that up there big time. Uh, we got great information from them, that's for sure. Carrie Lake will be on tomorrow. Got that for you coming up. Make sure that you stick around for that. We've also got uh, Dinesh D'Souza back tomorrow. Make sure you stick around. The Joe Pag Show, that is Sam, that is Polo, that's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. This is the Joe Pag Show.